Brenna. Hi, Maureen. So, this is our second time starting the podcast. Because I yelled at Maureen. I didn't yell at Maureen. That isn't actually what happened. Audacity crashed. But... Yeah, this is audacity. This isn't me. Okay. I was bullying Maureen before the podcast started because she kept clicking her mouse last time before... (laughs) <laughs> to start the podcast, and she did it while she was talking, so I was going to edit it out. Um, it's fine if you click it between words. It's not okay if you click it, at, like, during your speech, because I can't get it out. Um, and now she's just keeping her hands up during the podcast, because she's, uh, I guess, being um, besieged by me. Okay, but my problem is I'll rest my hand on my mouse, and then I do accidentally click it. Yeah. And it's the loudest mouse on planet Earth, because I I got it for $7 at Walmart. And I've sent you the link to, like, the $5 silent mouse I use during the podcast, because it doesn't pick up. Guess it was a birthday tomorrow. I already (laughs) sent you your gift, you dick. Okay, wait. I can get myself gifts. Yeah. Anyway, I'm gonna treat myself yeah, treat to yourself. a silent um, mouse. I I guess I'm just being um, hard on Maureen because I have had a hard day. Yeah, and I'm bullying her. Yeah. Well. So so well, Hobbit. Okay, for one, Hobbit isn't feeling well. I don't think he, I'm in the closet again, folks. Um, but I don't think he's gonna bang on my door this time because he got three shots yesterday. Um, at the vet, because he's a big boy, and he had to get his big boy shots. Um, he's also big overweight. Big boy shots. He's 14. Oh? He's 14 pounds. How, what should he be? 12 or 11. So, okay. like, he's 20% overweight, so it's just, it's more so I have to, like, watch him eat, because he eats his brother's food, um, and his brother gets <sighs> more food than him, because his brother's more muscular. <laughs> so... I, I just gotta, like, put his, their food away. They don't, I, we don't free feed them. They have set meal times. Hobbit just goes and steals his brother's food, because, you know, it's the same Have you food. thought about those, they have, they have, like, food bowls that you, like, put a little chip on their collar, and then when they walk up to it, it opens, so that yeah, I've seen, Hobbit I've, can't get in. I have seen in. those. I mean, we're... The nice thing is I'm working from home right now, so I, yeah. I I can observe them while they're eating. So I think it'll just be I will put their food away when they're done. I don't think that's fair. It, it's not like KK is starving in any capacity. He actually has his vet no. appointment on Monday, so we'll see how his weight is, and then maybe they'll both cut down. Who knows? Um, but we're not starting the diet today because he was so wumpy and tired this oh. morning. He didn't, he didn't wake me up. He usually wakes me up in the morning. Oh. And he didn't get up for food. He, my cousin, fed them and he didn't come for it. He was too sad. You're very upset. Oh my goodness. Well, yeah. And I like, I liked, I like, I knew he would be sore and I picked him up to move him like very gently and he was like, my god, mother, you must want me dead. And I was like, I'm so sorry, honey. Like, I had to move him because he was sitting on my jacket. And I had to go. Um, because it was my mom's birthday is actually... Um, your birthday's tomorrow. My mom's birthday is Monday. So I went home to visit her today. Mm-hmm. This is the other thing. My cat's not feeling well. And I got home and I found out that my brother flipped his car three times. Two and a half times. Sorry. Um, oh, two and a half. Yeah. Because oh. well, a, a, a passerby had to pull him from his uh, sunroof, you know? <laughs> He's fine. Yeah. Just so everyone's aware, he is okay. He was going under the speed limit, coming back from... He was trying to, like, have, like, a... He was trying to have, like, a positive start to his year. He went and, like, bought a loofah and was, like, gonna have, like, you know... He was, like, self-care. And then he was driving... I'm so proud of your brother. <laughs> he's 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 exfoliating, okay? And I'm so happy for him. And he was driving home. He was going under the speed limit, but it was so slick. He hit a patch of ice, overcorrected, and went into the ditch and went over the median as he was slipping his car. And, like, a, the, the dude who pulled him from his car was like, you got air, son. <laughs> like, 
uh, and the EMTs and the like the sheriff came. Thankfully, no one else was involved. Um, my brother, like he swore, but he got checked out. He has like a he had like a cut on his face and like some road burn and a random like in his jacket there was a random rip and the EMT pointed it out and was like, did something go through? Like, cause he thought, you know, but yeah, no, it was just his was like seatbelt. Well, that's what my brother thinks. He thinks it was friction from the seatbelt that ripped it. Yeah. It, it was weird. It's like right, like kind of over like the breast chest area. And it was just like right by the zipper. Yeah. It wasn't like by a seam. Huh. So it was kind of a weird spot for his winter jacket to rip. But yeah. And the saddest part is he didn't get the loofah cause he forgot his groceries in the back of the car before the tour truck came. <laughs> oh, my, no. my mom was like, oh my God, give me the list and I'll pick it up for you. And he's like, no, it's fine. And it mainly sucks because now um, he's without a car. But yeah. You know, thankfully right now he is also yeah, working from home. It just, you know, sucks to not have a mode of transportation. And uh, getting a car is so expensive. Yeah. So I'm... Not, that'll be, and it sucks because I also know they just repaired that car too, like, uh-huh. like at, over the winter. So, um, it, it always seems that's like what it happens. Cause when I told my car, like I just like had like, um, like the windshield wipers replaced and like the oil done. My car was fine. Yeah. It was mainly just like, um, it's such a weird model. It was totaled by the, uh, by the insurance, like not by me. The insurance was like, we're not paying for it. We're just going to total it. And I was like, what? You can do that? My brother definitely totaled his car. All of the airbags went off. Oh, yikes. Yeah. I would imagine. I would hope so. So anyway, that was my day. Um, we yeah, just watched- it's so cold up there. Yeah. We, we watched Encanto together as a family again. I've watched it twice already. It's so good. My, I, when I, it's so, so I heard Luisa's song, um, The Strong Sister. I'm so gay for Luisa. I know. And I was like, are you, don't you love the voice actress? Have you seen her? I do. Did you see the jazz cover that she did of that song? No, I haven't. I've just seen like a couple of videos I'm going to link it to you. Okay. Uh, I adore her. I am... And she I am waiting for all of the we don't talk about Bruno because prophecies and uh warrior cats just go hand in hand. So I'm like I'm oh, yeah, no, looking for the I'm like awaiting one. those maps. I'm sure they're like not gonna be ones I no, can watch. There's a goose feather one. Yeah, it, it you can't Ooh. watch it because we don't oh. talk about goose feather. <gasps> oh, that's so perfect. I was like, I I you know, I don't know the series as well, so I was like, oh, I can't really think, but like uh, I'm sure there's like someone like a prophecy. Uh I didn't even yeah, think that is that's goose feather. So good. Um, yeah. no, I, when I saw Luisa's song, I was like, I have to watch this with my family. I forced everyone to watch it with me at Christmas, made my mom cry. And I knew it would, we, we watched it again. We all cried again. I was like, I'm so glad we watched this. I knew this would be good for the family. Oh, oh so good. It is so good. Um, so yeah, if you haven't watched Encanto, definitely, uh, watch definitely. it. Definitely. Oh my gosh. I didn't realize Stephanie Beatrice, is it Beatrice? Mm-hmm. Voiced. Um, the main character. Oh, you did it. Well, I love her on um, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Mm-hmm. It's, and, it's you know, awesome she talks having like her this. like her real voice. because yeah. <laughs> she you yeah, know she, she she puts on an effect for the uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. So it's insane yeah. seeing her like actually speak. It's oh, it's amazing. And yeah, oh, I love Louisa. Oh my goodness, such yeah. good sister time. Have you read anything? No. I have. I'll. 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 I'll tell. Two I mean, books. I'm still reading Harold the Ninth, but I've already talked about that. Yeah, we can keep talking about it if you'd like. We could, but I mean, <laughs> this is our cat podcast. Yes. Well, what are, what are you I. Reading? I am reading Empire of Wild by Sherry Dimaline. Dimaline. Hmm. It's about a woman. Mm-hmm. And her husband goes missing. And her husband's been missing for 11 months. Oh. And then she's in a Walmart parking lot. And there's, like, a religious, like, a tent of religious people. And she goes in. And her husband's preaching in this Walmart parking lot church tent. And he doesn't know who she is. Oh. And she's like, so... And there's like, she's like, is this where you've been? Are you in a cult? Are you running a cult? Yeah, she's trying to find. Yeah, so like, have you been indoctrinated? Because that 
you know, unfortunately, that is how some people go missing. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know yet. I'm still reading. Uh, there's uh, werewolves oh. involved. The Rougarou. Oh, okay. <laughs> Le Rougarou. So, um, oh, I don't know where yeah. that comes in, but I'm pumped. It's, it takes place in Canada. Um, and there's some stuff with, like, you know, the um, people getting pushed out of their homes and, like, gentrification right. and stuff. It's it's good. I'm really enjoying it. Um, and then I'm You're... also... <laughs> the stuff you huh? read is so much different than the stuff I read. <laughs> Well, this stuff. Uh, so I'm also reading "No One Is Talking About This" by Patricia Lockwood, who I adored Priest Daddy, um, her memoir. Mm-hmm. And this is it's 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 definitely not as delightful as Priest Daddy, and it's kind of a little more, um kind of a commentary on social media and our current state of the world and it's narrated by Kristen C. Um but it's good. I enjoy it. No, her last name is C S I E H. Sorry. Kristen Chenoweth. Oh. I would love that. No, so yeah, those those are two of the books that I'm reading at the moment. Nice. Well, shall we get to reading? Heck yeah, because I'm Emperor Heart. And I'm Tangle Tongue. And this is Warrior Cats. What is that? We're up in the mountains. We are. We didn't. No one else fall fell that we know of. We. But we're gonna die in the mountains. We are, probably. Our what happened? Did a did a baby? A bird get almost carried a baby away, but yeah. Brackenfur saved him like he could. I couldn't. I, oh God! I'm so sorry, Brackenfur. <laughs> I called him How Bramble. How dare you? To be fair, I get those two mixed up in my head. Yeah, I, I can understand. Narratively wise, like, I know we spent, we, we've just spent so much time with Brambleclaw. Um, we have. But I am very sorry, Breckenfer. You are your own character. You are not just... He's our beautiful golden boy, and we thought yeah, him. He's, he's a so beautiful sweet. boy, and he saved that baby, which is great. He did. Um, but... Yeah, so we're up in the mountains. Baby got snatched, then dropped and grabbed. He's fine, probably. Um, Did anything else happen? Uh, No, no. We just kind of uh, trying our best to go through these mountains. Yeah, we we very carefully... Oh, I should say a happy birthday, Warrior Cats. Uh, Warrior House is 19 now. Oh, yeah, happy birthday. Yeah. Wow, what a great time of the year this is. Mm-hmm. Two great birthdays. A lot, of, a lot of birthdays. My mom, <laughs> my friend, and this book series. And this book series. Oh, right. We did start the Crow Paw count. We did start the Crow Paw count, and I have so that written down. Maybe, w- w- depending on how this goes, on I guess I'll just have to judge every action Crow Paw does from now on and see if it's a positive or negative in my books. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I guess I think if he does anything exceptional or but, but like, the thing good is, or it's bad, it's my decision. Like well, I would yes. say, like like uh, our sweet sweet angel, um, Spotted Leaf has done some like good things, but I've hated it. <laughs> so like she saved Leaf Paw from falling in a river once, but I was like, shut up, stop that, let the girl learn to swim. <laughs> oh my god. It is up to you, and I look forward to, uh... Yeah, so, I, I, hopefully, I will aim, hopefully this will be Crowpaw's redemption in my heart, so that every Crowpaw fan can stop, uh, standing outside my house with pitchforks and torches. Yeah. They're cursing you every night before they go to sleep. <laughs> Praying for my And Crowpaw... Crowpaw uh, is at zero. We have put him at zero. Yeah. He got plus for the kits. Where okay, so we haven't run into our mountain cows yet. So what are we doing right now? What are we? 
Um, we are with Squirrelpaw. Okay. And she stops, standing super still. Okay. There's a falcon eating a shrew a few tail lengths away. <gasps> okay. Uh, wait, I'm so sorry. One last thing. Shout what? out to Marble Snout on Twitter. Uh, it was Otter Splash that we were trying yes, to decide yes. oh, if yes. they were secretly a real otter. So it was, it was Thank a totally you. different. I was a totally different uh, cat. So now we have Badger Paw, who maybe is just a real baby no, badger. No, Weasel Paw. Weasel Paw. Oh my God, sorry. Weasel Paw, who, is that a real weasel? And Otter Splash, is that just an otter? And they have a great time talking at gatherings. They're a little confused. <laughs> They're like, these guys are cool, but like, should we tell them we're not cats? How did I get adopted again? Like, we all speak cat now because we've just learned it. But like, they speak in their like actual native tongue to each other. Oh, their blessings. All right. There's a falcon. It's eating a shrew. Okay. Ah. Uh, that's a lot of food for starving cats. That is cats. a lot of food. That's a falcon and a shrew. So she wonders if she can jump to reach it, but probably not. Maybe she should get back up. Well, the past few days had sapped her strength. Mm. Hunger and envy claw at her belly as she watches the falcon tear into the envy. shrew. Oh, I, I thought... It gets to eat. This bird is eating. No. I When she was saying she, like, the past few days had drained her energy, I was thinking like oh hunger from the past couple days and the envy i was like what has made her envious in these past couple days <laughs> like i i misunderstood what she was saying no it's all good all good yeah that falcon's uh getting his belly filled how and, dare uh, she he... would like to also do that how dare he be another uh animal uh, a predator jerk jerk well slowly she prowls forward hoping the snow would hide her bright orange pelt she had to catch something right she's a red gal hey a a lot lot of animals are colorblind (laughs) there's so much snow it's probably hard to uh hard to find mud right now it's all frozen oh true yeah well she had to catch something the clans were growing hungrier and the cold would start killing them faster than any eagle could the shock of losing Smokepaw and nearly losing Marshkit had shaken the confidence of even the strongest warrior. Mm. And Squirrelpaw feels a flood of regret that makes her stop in her tracks. She had helped lead the clans to their death. And she wasn't even sure if she could find her way back to them if she caught this falcon. Squirrelpaw, baby, you look just like your daddy. <laughs> yep, she's her dad. She sounds gal. so much like her dad right now. It's freaking me out. And if anyone didn't get that, that was like that joke of Stormy, mommy, you look just like your mom. <laughs> yeah. Well, she knows they're near, huddled in the snow, and praying to Star Clan for deliverance. Stormfur had started to scout around for the tribe at night, hoping to find the cats that had helped them. But so far, he's found nothing and the tribe had no need for borders or scent markers. So it's not like they're out patrolling their land, you know? Yeah, I suppose that does No one else wants to be here. Time, it's... But they're all in very unfamiliar territory, so I can't imagine hunting patrols are going great. Yeah. Squirrelpaw brings her attention back to the falcon. She tenses, about to leap. Suddenly, a flash of fur above her makes her draw back. Ah! Three lean, mud-streaked cats hurl ah! themselves from the rocks above the falcon. Hey, tribe cats! What up, tribe of running water? It's been a minute. One snares the falcon in his claws, and the other two pin squirrel paw to the snow. Oh, Their oh. paws hold her down. Uh-oh. They are too strong for her to fight. Guys, it's me! They're like, oh my god. Oh my god, no. you're just like almost dead. Squirrelpaw? <laughs> it's Talon. Who is it? It's Talon. Talon. Oh. Um, yeah, Brooke's brother. Oh, um, okay. He's with two like, ah. other cave guards. Oh, hey, dude. She's like, oh, hey, man, what's up? He's like, what are you doing here? 
Um, I, okay. Also, this is just a thought I had, not really related to what's happening right now in the story, but. Okay. Well, it is related to what's happening in the story. Okay. There, when you pointed out the fact that there's not a lot of border patrols, um, this journey, <laughs> depending how it goes, uh, if everyone doesn't, like, die, there's gonna, I feel like there's gonna be some, some mixing of the clans. There might be a lot of half-clan babies at the end of this. I'm just saying, if you're not, if you're not, like, fighting each other and you're just, you're forced to hang out, love will bloom. Like, love will bloom. If this feels like a, like, a, a sleepaway camp situation where, like, you've never (laughs) met that kid in that other class, but man, they just look beautiful uh, by a campfire. (laughs) like that's all i can think about i was like oh my god like how i know they're gonna like remain enemies like you know they're gonna remain other clans but like oh there's gotta be some mixing happening here Mm -hmm. because or else we'll have to find out i'm I'm worried like like 50 cats are just gonna like we're gonna live with the tribe cats they're kind of weird and they do different stuff differently but we're just gonna live here now i i i'm guessing Cropa, Cropa will live there. He's like, I, c- I can't leave. My girlfriend yeah. died here. All right. So you think Cropa's gonna end up staying behind? Yeah. I mean, I would bet for um, Stormfur, but Stormfur is gonna be like my sister. And I don't know. I feel like Stormfur has. Yeah. Uh, I suppose actually, after his sister died, what does he have tying him to his clan? Because they all kind of hate him. <laughs> Well, his dad's gone, too. Uh, I don't... I, I want Stormford, like, to be dumb deputy, so I don't really want him to leave. Yeah. Um, maybe Stormford. Stormford I'm going to say Cropa. But if Cropa stays, Stormford won't stay. And if Stormford stays, Cropa won't stay. Uh, and I don't know. As a joke, I'll just throw out... <laughs> I don't know. Sorrel Tail. <laughs> She's like, whatever, I'll find a girlfriend. I'll find a girlfriend here who respects and loves me and doesn't fall in love with every kitty pet who passes by. So you think one of those three will stay? Uh, Yeah. Sure. I actually don't think any of them will actually stay. I just think it'd be funny if they're like, oh, these guys seem to have a lot more food than us. Bye. It'd be kind of funny. All right. So Talon's like, what are you doing here? And she's like, funny story. Well, Scrollpaw explains that they left the forest and they're traveling over the mountains. Again? Tell <laughs> I mean, but did they even tell them what was happening? I suppose the situation wasn't so bad. I think they did. I think they did, but... Well, they're like... Uh, it does. I suppose it would be weird to the tribe cats because they're like, uh, we told you this journey would suck, right? Like, we told you a couple times. Yeah. Well, Scrollpaw's like, yeah, but we're all here. All four clans. They couldn't stay in the forest any longer, but they didn't think the journey would be this hard. And they just repeat, we told you. Well, she starts to talk about Smokepaw falling and Marsh Kit almost getting carried off. Kits? Talon asks. Out here? Is she mad? They need to bring all these cats to the cave of rushing water to rest. Oh, I was going to say, will they be, like, I... Like, I really hope the tribe cats, like, it'd be so cool if they want to be, ah, we're going to get into this, aren't we? Oh, crap. I don't think it's going to be, like, it's going to get worse next series. Okay. Well, Um. uh, just a reminder, we did have a resource um, written by a native person about uh, the problematic, um writing of some of these sort of named made native coded cats so um yeah just when we're two white people so we'll do our best to not like entirely put our foots in our mouth and like feed into any unintentional races but you know yeah but we're also gonna put it out when it uh right we'll call it out when we see it i I, what i'm saying though is i hope that like now that the tribe has kind of resolved their major issue which was the giant (laughs) the giant uh mountain cat trying to kill them all um it'd be super cool for them to help us out just until we get like less starved yeah that'd be nice 
But also that would put such a tax on the resources. I would understand if they like kind of just had to stay for a night and said, okay, keep it going. <laughs> oh, but if they could also point us the way out of the mountains, that would be super that, that cool. would be so sweet. That would be so be cool. So... It would almost maybe be like more than we deserve, but it'd be so cool. But we did help them quite a bit. So yes, we did. Uh, we yeah, we did kill a giant murder machine. We'll see how this goes. I think we have enough yeah. leverage that this could go well as long as like River Clan, Wind Clan, and Shadow Clan, and most of Thunder Clan just chills out. Just ch- just chill it out, guys. Yeah, but I mean, they also aren't used to having antagonistic relationships with other oh, that's, cats. That's true. That's why I'm so, saying all of the clan cats need to calm down yes, and just they be all chill. Need to be cool. Please, God, be chill yeah, for this because cool. the tribe cats are. Very nice. <laughs> okay. Well, Squirrelpaw is able to describe where she left the clans, and Talon sends the cave guards to get them. Talon <laughs> says that they should find her clans before they freeze to death, and Squirrelpaw <laughs> struggles to keep up with them. But Talon assures her that they'll starving. be safe. <laughs> please, please walk a little slower for my starving frame. And I have short legs. Mm-hmm. I am a squirrel. <laughs> so they're gonna be they're gonna be safe when they get to the cave. That's good. There's there's another eagle circling the valley where the clan sheltered, and they run towards the cats. Hope gives Squirrelpaw new strength. The eagle starts to dive. Oh Birchkit, Fern Cloud shrieks. Please, God, guys, put the kids under you. Russet Fur leaps to scoop Birchkit up and into the shadows with Thank his mother. Thank you, Russet Fur. Thank you, Russet Fur, for hearing me. <laughs> Brambleclaw is herding Dawnflower and her kits after them. Hawkfrost leaped to one whisker's side, and together they protected Tallstar from the attack. As the eagle swooped down, the cave guards plunged among the land cats. They scare the eagle off and it takes back to the sky with a screech. The clan cats creep out what from the rocks. What the heck rock. is that? <laughs> Y'all, they stare in amazement at their rescuers. Brambleclaw bounds over. Talon! Jag! He touches noses happily with each of them. Crowpaw flicks his tail across Talon's flank and tells him good timing. Squirrelpaw introduces Talon and Jag, and Knight of No Stars introduces herself. Oh! such... Sick! That's a great name she's got there. Her name is basically Midnight, Black Black Knight of No Sun, my heart of my soul. My goth Mm. queen princess, how can I serve you? Well, I'm simping. Same... Simping for, for night? Yeah. Well, she has the same strange accent that the tribe cats had, and Squirrelpaw is very comforted to hear it again. Talon asks where Stormfur is, and Tawny Pelt says that he's hunting. Firestar makes his way to them. He asks if they're able to help. The kits are freezing and one is close to death. Leafpaw calls to them. She's with Tall Poppy, who is licking her limp kit. Knight picks up the kit and places it on its mother's flank, and she tells Tall Poppy to keep the kit off the ground. Licking him will only make him colder from the wetness. Knight rubs the kits with her forepaws. She just comes in and takes charge. She's like, get this baby on your belly and give him a little massage. Aww. Well, Knight asks Firestar how long they've been here. And Talon says they'll take them back to the cave. They can warm up and eat there. Blackstar says they have to keep going. They need to leave the mountains before the snow gets worse. Talon says they'll die if they don't come with them. And Firestar tells Blackstar quietly that the, the kits and elders would never make it. They're not going to make it. Um, and One Whisker adds that Tallstar needs to rest. 
And Leopard Star is like, yeah, uh, we all need to rest. Like, please get us to a warm cave. The leaders all agree to come, and the clan stir and prepare to follow the tribe cats to the cave. Stormfur races towards them. You know them that we're desperate. The fact gully. that there's like no, like, no, like, right. everyone's just packing up their stuff, being like, all right, let's go. Like, no, no, You're... like, who are these people? What? Why, why do they talk differently than us? They're all just like, all right, warm food. Don't care. We're into let's, it. Let's go. <laughs> Well, this is, um, you know that, like, group of white people who, like, went up in the mountains and starved and ate each other? The Donner Party? Yeah, this is the good version of this, because Native people <laughs> did find them and try to feed them, and they were like, no, we don't need help from y- people like you, and they were like, okay, okay, jeez, bye, okay, jerks, and then they starved and ate each other, so... <laughs> What I'm saying so, yeah, is, this is much better. If you are traversing through mountains and the people who live there natively are like, "Hey, yo, are you okay? You might starve and you die want some out soup? here. Maybe go <laughs> take the the offering." Yeah. This is <laughs> oh a good my lesson. god, this really is the <laughs> the the uh the healthier timeline Donner Party, but with cats. Oh. I actually don't. God, can you imagine having to rewrite the warrior code to add and don't eat each other in there? Yeah, that'd be rough. Because the warrior code is built, like, through experience. (laughs) And the first modern law to add is (laughs) don't do cannibalism. (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm off the rails. (laughs) So Stormfur calls to Brambleclaw. He scented the tribe. And then he stops and looks around and sees Talon. Oh, Storm for Big P! <gasps> and Talon's like, yeah, yeah, we found Squirrelpaw. Alright, so Talon leads them. Knight and Jag bring up the rear. Squirrelpaw is exhausted Have as she helped guide Jag? the clans. What's Jag's full name? That's a really great like, question. Jagged Rock? Like, uh, no, that doesn't really how their work, their names work. Um... Jag. Rock. Rock of the jaggedness. Good thing I have the book on me. That's Ooh, it's pretty. It's very pretty. Jagged rock where Heron sits. Oh, wow. That's a, that's a long one. But hey, he I was, was right. one of the outcasts. I suppose it would be hard back. to, like, shorten that. <laughs> yeah. I suppose, like, you could choose Heron. So Jag is probably... Usually, usually they do the first word of the name. Oh, that's true. Yeah, so Knight of No Stars is Knight. Talon of Swooping Eagle is Talon. All right. Squirrelpaw is exhausted as she helped guide the clans, and she pauses when they reach the waterfall. Brambleclaw, Crowpaw, Stormfur, and Tawny Pelt stop beside her. We're back, Squirrelpaw breathed. Ah. <sighs> And Stormfur looks to the mound of earth that marked his sister's grave. Oh. He wasn't sure they'd ever see this place again. Ah, oh, jeez, Louise, you go halfway across the earth, you end up where your sister died again. Pretty, pretty rough, to be honest. The clan cats file past them, following Talon to the narrow edge that led behind the waterfall. They go to help their clans make it into the cave. Except for Crowpaw. He stays to stare at Feathertail's grave. Sad boy. Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> Ashford, Ashford stops at the edge of the falls. They have to go behind there. Squirrelpaw urges him on, promising that it's warm inside. The tribe cats inside stare in astonishment as the clan cats file in. They've probably Where did never you seen get this the... many cats. Right. <laughs> yeah. Are we all gonna fit? Brooke looks excited to see them, and Squirrelpaw oh, hey sees her searching the sea of faces and knows that she's only looking for one cat. Oh my god! Stormfur bounds past Squirrelpaw, straight for Brooke. They touch noses with such tenderness that Squirrelpaw feels a rush of pity. Stormfur will have more heartbreak ahead of him when it was time to leave the tribe and Brooke Stop. behind for a second time. 
He's like, I wish you could meet my dad. He's missing. My mom was already dead, and you know what happened to my sister. Ouch. Well, on that note, want to hit us with a cat fact? Of course I do. <laughs> okay, so we're actually going to start a whole new series today. Um, All right. Semi-inspired by a lot of the series I've already done. This series is going to be cat icons. And I tried yeah. for, for a while to think of like a way to combine like those two words like ca- i catons or catacons but it doesn't really work so it's just going to be cat icons yeah um so we've covered like fictional races of cats and cats and artwork and these cats a lot of them are going to be fictional cats but they're not yeah. going to be like fictional races of cats cuz like the difference between fictional races of cats and like let's say Garfield Felix the cat Tom and Jerry is that they're like sink like Puss and Boots. They're singular characters. They're not. Yeah. We don't. We're yeah. not. We're not world building here, really. Um, you could argue for it, but I'm just gonna be talking about iconic cats. Uh, usually fictional. Um, not all of them are based on are based on fantasy, however. Um, so starting off. We're going to stay pretty modern with this and actually pretty close to home because uh, until I researched it, I was pretty sure that this cat was Japanese um, in origin. Not so. Because we are going to be talking about Pusheen. Uh, Pusheen the cat. Pusheen. So if you don't know, Pusheen is a little like kind of gray brown, uh, kind of like a tabby. <laughs> and it's just like a little, yeah. little squishy baby who is very round everywhere. Um Pusheen oh, yeah. is sort of kind of got famous. Uh, let's go back in time. Not too far back in time, actually. We're going to go to 2010 um, and look at the creator of Pusheen um, and where it all started. Because Pusheen started out as a cartoon on a comic strip. Uh, so Everyday Cute was a comic done by Claire Belton. Oh. Claire Belton. Um, and Andrew Duff, um, and so they did a comic and it was starring them and animals that were like in their lives. And, you know, in the comic, Pusheen lived with them, but Pusheen was actually, uh, their parents' cat. Um, I believe it was Claire Benton's parents' cat who lived with them. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I'll link like the first comic that Pusheen was in, but Pusheen is based on a real life cat. Mm-hmm. Um, she was an adopted cat uh, that lived with the parents in Oregon who came from a shelter. And her name actually is based on the Irish word Pusheen, which means pussycat <laughs> or oh. kitten. Oh. So, uh, it, and it literally is, I looked it up how to pronounce it. It's literally pronounced the same way. Pusheen. Pusheen. Yeah, so it's it's said the same in Irish as it is in English. It's just spelled differently. Um, so, uh, Pusheen was about 11 to 10 years old uh, in 2010. So, very possible that Pusheen is not with us anymore. But she lives on forever <laughs> in uh, the internet. Because she got adopted into, um, like, the comic ended. They, didn't, they don't update the site anymore. It's actually... Um, I don't think it's existed. It did exist anymore. There's like an archive of it. Um, yeah. Because Pusheen became much more, it, it was adapted into a set of stickers by Facebook. So like on Facebook, when you message people, you can send them stickers and there's a whole Pusheen series. Yeah. And from that, um, a Canadian, um, like toy developer Gund, who's known for their teddy bears, got interested in, in the imagery and helped them start merchandise of uh the product so they moved on of there's plushes and blind boxes um carried by retailers like books a million barnes and noble claire's petco walmart target etc etc they're they're also done by funko so pusheen took off and um the creators actually ended up uh making their own merchandising website um previously known as hey chickadee which is now it's just the pusheen shop they have their own uh pusheen corporation um 
Dang. So, yeah. So, it started out as just, like, a comic about, like, everyday cute, about random cute things, ended up becoming, um, a worldwide brand that's recognized today. And I really, I really thought Pushade was Japanese. It, it's kind of that kawaii aesthetic yeah. that was really popular in 2010, yeah. especially in art. So it kind of makes sense um, that it was somewhat inspired by like Japanese artwork, but is in Japanese in the core. So, and yeah, uh, a little bit more about pushing the cat, like the actual cat um, looking yes. into it. So, Pusheen had, um, was adopted when, uh, Claire was about nine years old and, uh, the name's actually Gaelic, not, oh, that is Irish. And, uh, when, she, uh, she would visit home, uh, Pusheen would usually give her the cold shoulder, but then always come and sleep oh. in the same bed as her. And Pusheen also has siblings, uh, w- Wami, who is a boy cat, and Beebs and Socks, who are two kittens who were also adopted by the family. Um, Pusheen didn't live with them uh, because Andrew Duff actually has uh, allergies to cats. Um, but they uh. did actually found a Siberian breed of cat that didn't trigger allergies, and they actually adopted a cat later named Stormy. So, um, oh. so Pusheen has <laughs> lots of siblings. Um, and so she was... She would be like... 1920? No. Wait, how old was she? She was 13 years old in 2010. So, pretty old by now. But, you know what? Yeah. It's okay. She's a beautiful gray cat who is literally beloved by so many. (laughs) Yeah, immortalized in most people's homes probably probably and there is there was a um a book created two books uh done by claire uh called i am pushing the cat and actually in 2021 um there was a sequel called the many lives of pushing the cat so oh there you go how fun well, thanks for sharing. That was a delight. Yeah. Pusheen actually had, like, Yay, probably Pusheen. the least information as I was looking into this. Um, I'll have to send you the screenshot. I was, like, looking at a list of fictional cats, and <laughs> Firestar, like, pops up on that list pretty far down. But it's funny because they use, like, the artwork from, like, I don't know which book it is, but it looks like he's just going, hey! <laughs> like, because <laughs> oh, his mouth is open. The... There's, like, all these other, like, I think fam- that's Firestar's quest. Uh, yeah, there's, like, all these other famous cats, and there's Firestar going, ah! I'm famous too. <laughs> Look at me. Look at me, guys. So yeah, I'm a Firestar. There will be more iconic cats. Some that I've already listed, and many more. Until I get sick of the series and move on to a different one. All right, you ready? Mm-hmm. Ready to be in this big cave? Yeah, this is like probably like honestly how things have been going. I'm I'm excited that we like have some positivity. Yeah, it's nice to have a good thing happen. Like, like I, shelter. And I'm food, sure there's going to be drama and conflama because, like, that's what happens when now five groups of cats get together. Um, but for now, we could have one good night, right? Right? Yeah. Come on. Let's have one good night. So we're with Leafpaw now. And Uh-oh. Leafpaw feels the tribe oh. cat staring at her. Oh, Leafpaw's never been here. She's like, what is going on? Well, she goes over to Squirrelpaw and says, you know... They don't seem frightened of the clan cats. And Squirrelpaw asks, why would they be? Yeah, there's no other cats around here. And um, these half-starved bad cats aren't much of a threat. Yeah. And, you know, now that Sharptooth is dead, the only enemies they really have are the eagles. Which they already kind of have techniques. They got that pretty good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible they could get hurt but you know well leafpaw says she had forgotten about sharptooth but that's not true she was actually thinking about sharptooth the other day when she was out hunting so yeah well but short memory whatever okay leafpaw <laughs> strong yeah, okay, girl, girl short going memory. a lot huh. well leafpaw says it would have been so much worse if sharptooth was still prowling the mountains yes squirrelpaw agrees Feathertail did more than just save the tribe. 
She protected all of them, too. Squirrelpaw introduces Leafpaw to Wing, who had taken care of Tawny Pelt. Wing dips her head. Stone Teller had said they were coming. The tribe of Endless Hunting had told them that old friends would return and bring new friends with them. Leafpaw asks Squirrelpaw how Stone Teller would know. And Squirrelpaw tells her that he shares with his ancestors, like she does Star Clan. I like. I kind of. I want. I hope. Leaf. I'm sure they won't give it to me because when do I ever get what I want? But I would love for the medicine cats to like have a little like hangout with Stone Teller, because I just want that. I want Leaf Paw to talk to him. Well, Talon comes to them and points out the prey they have, and Leaf Paw says, "Surely there can't be enough to share with them all," but Talon tells them to eat. Craig is organizing a hunt. There will be plenty soon enough. You guys are, like, too nice. (laughs) And Craig's gonna go hunt. Thanks, Craig. Leafpaw can't eat until she knows her clan is okay. So she leaves Squirrelpaw with her mountain friends and finds Cinderpelt. Bye, sister. Have fun with your mountain friends. (laughs) Craig had told Cinderpelt they could use these nests. And Barkface suggests that the oldest and the weakest can use the nest. The rest of them can sleep where they can find space. At least they are out of the snow. And Mothwing suggests they get the kits into nests to warm them up. So that's what they do. A tribe Tom comes to Leafpaw and asks which of them is the healer. Leafpaw knew from what Squirrelpaw had told her that the healer was also the leader of the tribe. So she's like, which, which one does he want to meet? Does he want to meet our doctor or our leader? <laughs> but Cinderpelt is busy, so Leafpaw says uh, she'll bring uh, him to Firestar. Uh, both of you, both of you, come here. <laughs> Firestar is with the other leaders in a quiet discussion, and Leafpaw oh. introduces Stone Teller and backs away. See, it's weird seeing that like all the leaders. It's funny because I think they're all like panicking. <laughs> they're like, yeah, probably. They're like, what? These cats aren't mean. How do we talk to them? Are we too mean? And they're talking to each other, like, wait, why? This? Are we not like looking at the irony in this conversation right now? Where <laughs> we will be? They are friends <laughs> through the fact that they are so out of their element. <laughs> Oh, lordy. It's not trauma bonding. (laughs) It's uh, revealing the trauma. Like, oh, we've put each other through a lot. Maybe we could be friends now. (laughs) Enemies to friends. Yeah. I'm sorry. I feel feel particularly unhinged today. I think, like, recording in my closet makes me already feel like um, some some sort of level of... uh, just gone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Don't like being back in the closet. It's it's a lot, but appear by all my rainbow sweaters. <laughs> oh. Alright, so Firestar introduces himself and the other leaders. Stone Teller looks to Tallstar and says he's not well. They'll give him some healing oh. herbs. Wait. Whoa. Firestar, what are you hiding? Did you get green cough, you idiot? Wait, no, Tallstar? Oh, I thought you said Firestar. Sorry, I misheard you. I thought... No, Firestar introduced himself, and then Stone Teller is like, cool. you're sick. Hey, that guy, <laughs> I think he's dying. <laughs> They're like, we know, we know. Also, I, I kind of wanted the the uh, Stone Teller just be like, oh, cool, you guys are the muscles. Which, can I talk to the one who talks to God on the reg? And they're like, oh, we do too, but like, okay, we'll go get the medicine cats. <laughs> and Mothwing's like, oh God, oh God, oh God. <laughs> Actually, I need Stone Teller oh. to talk to Mothwing and tell that baby she's doing just fine. Yeah. Well, uh, so Stone Teller uh, sends Bird to fetch some. Hi, Bird! Um, and s- Stone Teller tells them that the tribe is grateful to their friends for killing Sharptooth, and to Feathertail most of all. Her spirit will always be remembered by the tribe. If I was Leopard Star, I would burst into tears. And I know Leopard Star isn't like that, but... 
Well, Firestar agrees. She had her father's courage. Oh, God! I was Leopardstar didn't burst into tears. Firestar did. That's so beautiful. He's being the proud papa. Graystripe can't be. What a good co-parent. Oh, God, I'm in pain. (laughs) I'm, like, already so sensitive. Stone Teller says they must eat and rest. Blackstar insists that they need to continue their journey. Stone Teller promises that they won't delay them. But hey, I can Blackstar. understand. Okay, but but the other I... one, like Stonefur, was kind of held a little hostage. <laughs> yeah, no, I I understand. I under he's he's like Blackstar's like, Stormfur. hey, I don't want to be trapped here and made to fight another giant beast. Do you guys have an? Have you already found a new one? Like he is like, listen, I. Listen, so grateful, so gracious, wonderful host, wonderful host, don't kidnap us. <laughs> Please. He's like, I've already been, like, kind of, um, encaptured in, like, a couple of situations by powerful leaders. Not into it again. Not doing that again. No more blood clan. That sucked. That sucks so hard. Mistyfoot's like, yeah, yeah, dude, <laughs> And Lumberstar's like, Star. yeah, that sucks. Yeah, I'll just be quiet. Mistyfoot's like, Yeah. This was like, was that? Hi, hi. Uh, we're the deputies. How about you talk to us? You don't actually need to talk to the leaders. The leaders can go eat crow, and you'll chat with us and the medicine cats, actually. So Bird returns with the herbs, and Leafpaw asks about them and explains that she's training as a healer. Aww. Cinderpelt says she hopes Leafpaw isn't bothering them. But Stone Teller doesn't seem bothered. He says that she could learn much from them. Yeah! Stone Teller's voice is warm as he tells her about the herbs. And Leaf Paul longs to learn from him. Go! To understand the differences between the tribe and the clans. Go do it, girl! Go! Is Leaf Paul gonna stay behind? Leaf Paul mentions that Wing said he knew they were coming. Is that true? Stone Teller nods. The tribe of Endless Hunting told him. Cinderpelt asks if he shares dreams with his ancestors. But Stone Teller shakes his head. He interprets the sign of rock, leaf, and water. Cinderpelt notes that Leafpaw has a natural talent for interpreting signs. And Stone Teller says perhaps she'd like to see the Cave of Pointed Stones. Yes, 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 this is all I wanted. I'm so happy. This is I'm actually getting what I want for once. Yeah. This is, this is insane. I'd like mark the mark the hour, mark the day. I don't think this has happened before where I've asked for something and then been given it so quickly. Uh, right? I mean, it, I would say a lot of time I'm asking for like lesbians. So, um fair that they haven't really given me that but uh well not fair but you know i understand it <laughs> um, yeah the world is widely homophobic still so but but the fact that i'm getting this interaction very happy where huh? where is my girl cinderpox jeez <laughs> sorry i just called you your baby name cinderpelt yeah where's cinderpelt cinderpelt come here i want you to come here too because i'm just no, i know you're she's... so busy but come on no, she's with them. She's oh, with she them. is she good. Was talking. Good, good. Yeah, because she got... was the one who's like Leaf Paws got natural talent. I know. I got. I got. Look at my I, child. I just. I just got distracted. <gasps> I know. So Leaf Paw follows Cinderpelt and Stone Teller down a small tunnel into the cave of pointed stone. Stone Teller touches a puddle with his paw, and he explains that when the snow melts, the pools of water grow. And when the starlight shines, he can see what the tribe of Endless Hunting wants him to know. So as Cinderpelt and Stone Teller are talking, Leafpaw explores the cave. She's so tired. <laughs> She's like, oh god, I want to learn. I want to learn. I think I'm just going to pass out in the puddle. He's like, please do not drown in an inch of water in our holy cave. <laughs> like, that'd be... Like, it's not... It's not like forbidden or anything but it is kind of disrespectful but like we kind of rather you not yeah it's it's preferred that you just don't die in here yeah yeah or please sleep. don't die like in our did, church we did trap some people in here once like you can sleep here if we trap you in here she's like um what 
Oh yeah, I kidnapped Excuse your sibling. Me? And your sibling's friend. And everyone. Well, else. really just the friend. Yeah. Oh yeah, I kicked your sister out to die. <laughs> <laughs> and and she's like, Wow, she seemed like really excited to see you guys for that. He's like, Well, I think the whole starving thing has let her like forgive the whole we forced you guys to murder a giant beast for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, I uh, mean, that, uh... it, it kind of, it was really complex. It got voluntary at the end. But, you know. <laughs> fate. <laughs> Leafpaw lays down and rests her nose on her paws. She closes her eyes. Star Clan, are you here? Like, so all I can imagine is them picking up a phone and the receiver being like so crunchy and the middle like I, I, I can't hear you speak up her mind swirls with the sound of rushing water she hears a lion roar and sees rippling shadowy pelts oh god I she went, doesn't I recognize went too far any back <laughs> voices breathe words she can't understand <laughs> Leafpaw opens her eyes. StarClan wasn't here. She can only hear the voices of the tribe's ancestors. And she had never felt so alone. Okay, 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 but we're just gonna... Girl, uh, I know, like, that wasn't what you wanted, but we're just gonna breeze past the fact that you just connected with a separate heaven? Like, what you just did <laughs> yeah, there that's pretty impressive. was so sick. That was the coolest thing You just closed your ever. eyes and were there. Like, you just, like, yeah, a bunch of, I can, I don't know why I'm, like, imagining, I think, I, I don't know if I joked about this earlier, but all I can imagine is, like, them having French-Canadian accents. So, like, the, the, like, she goes up to heaven, and they're like, who, who is this? Who, who, who are you? Oh, hang on, hang on, uh, 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 child of, of the moon, who, whose baby is this? And that's more German, but like, like they're all like yelling at each other, being like, "Who is, who, whose kid is this? I do not know this baby. Why can't? How did she get up here? Like, we don't even let our leaders come up here." Was all of them yeah. freaking out, being like, "Um, um," and like the we don't let the living like, in what? here. <laughs> like she just connected to a different entirely different group of yeah. cats ancestors leaf pop you are so crazily powerful like that uh yeah oh, come on that was sick and and i like i know it's not what she wanted but like the fact that she's bummed out i'm like okay can we look at the other side of this <laughs> Uh, also, cool. I, if we're going through the theory of like uh, Starkland's a physical place, they probably couldn't stop in like the tribe's area because the tribe cats were probably like, "What are you doing in our heaven? Like we're this not is territorial. Our heaven. What are you he doing here?" And like since they speak like a different language than uh, the other clan cats, the clan cats are like, "Oh, ooh, they're ooh, they're probably mad. We should keep going, keep going," and, and they're, they're like calling after them, like, "Wait." You guys are moving your heaven? What's going on? <laughs> you can do that? We haven't had humans try to... <laughs> haven't made a ski resort on this mountain yet, so... But when they do... Okay. Sorry. That was so sick, but... Cool. So, well, one did it. That, that really kind of... That really cool thing that she's so depressed about. It was really about. cool. Like, I... But God has abandoned them. Yeah. So. <laughs> It sucks when your, like, crazy psychic powers confirm that God doesn't love you. <laughs> but you just met a different God who didn't, like, immediately smite you, so maybe it's okay. Yeah, that's cool. Um, I'm, honestly, now all I can think of is, like, the tribe cats up there being like, do we need to bring them in? Like, should we, should we be their new heaven? Like, I feel bad. What's happening? We just saw their heaven people pass by. Should we tell them to keep, that they're, they're... Like, to keep going? Like... Their heaven's moving. Like, hey, guys, uh, this is really hard because we're, like, speaking an entirely different language. Um, but, like, they were here. They ran away really fast. <laughs> I think they got scared. Um, but oh. anyway, folks, <laughs> 
Thank you so much for listening. If you want to keep in contact with us um, and to let us know which cats we secretly think are other animals and remind us. Um, and also, we got some amazing fan art put up on the Twitter. Um, some folks shared their artwork with us uh, of yeah. their own, like, uh, they drew Blue Star and someone drew their uh, cat OCs. Uh, so we just shared that on our Twitter this week. So go check it out. Um, and we, you know, share other stuff on the Twitter as well, along with our episodes. Um, our Instagram, we post the episodes and post art when we can. Um, but both of those are WCWITcast. Um, and if you want to contact us directly, you can do so at our email, which is WCWITcast at gmail.com. If you want to help out the podcast, best way to do that is to share it with a friend. Be like, hey, um, I know this podcast I've been telling you about for about 149 episodes has been really depressing. But but this this one was good <laughs> this one was pretty positive it it got depressing but in like the sickest way possible at the end <laughs> yeah it was pretty cool yeah and thank you so all much hope everyone. is lost but it's cool yeah <laughs> we're doomed so Sick. rad <laughs> thank you guys so much for listening because <laughs> i remember heart i'm tangled Talk. And this has been Warrior Cats. What is that?